previously on Lost. Ghislaine Noel Marion Maxwell. She is the ninth and youngest child of Robert Maxwell. Gigantically fat man. So he was spying for Israel. Not just Israel. He was spying for a lot of people. He was being investigated for looting the pensions of his own company. So he fell off his yacht. Again, we're dealing with a very large man. Center of gravity. Quite low. Everyone else had like very contentious relationships with Robert. He horribly mistreated his wife. Ghislaine has pretty much done nothing on her own of any note. She was a party girl after all. Ghislaine is an aggressive three. She looked good in in the like mid 90s. She's a helicopter pilot and she knows how to pilot a submarine. She dated one Count Gianfranco Osigona Mazon from the Knights of Malta. Ghislaine Maxwell, the great love of her young life, was the grandson of Italian fascist leader who later then financed an attempted British coup orchestrated by Margaret Thatcher in Africa. You killed Naomi! I'm you're getting, always doing your British voice. It's getting me, it gets me warmed up. Does it? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get into the mind of the mistress tonight. Yeah, I feel like I kind of want to give you like a top hat so you can like tip it. I could never fit my head in the top hat. <laughs> I have a size 16 head. <laughs> Perfect cranial uh, measurement. Have mm-hmm. you um, Have you done any kind of... Uh, uh, cracking an egg on my head. Skull measurement. I've absolutely done. I actually, it's crazy. Mine's concave. <laughs> I have two brains, like some dinosaurs. I have a brain in both my head and my anus. One God. allows me to think quickly, and the other one allows me more ponderous thoughts. <laughs> I don't want to know which one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hello, everyone. Who the hell are you? <laughs> uh, what are you doing? Oh, here? me. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant them. No. Uh, well, they then. are our lovely Patreon listeners. Hello, friends. <laughs> uh, I'm Liz. I am Brace. We are joined with a by and at <laughs> producer. Look at that save right there, producer Young Chomsky. And we are we are we are about to dive uh, Bob haircut first <laughs> into part two of our Galane special blowout sale. Yes, this, uh, hopefully you all listened to the first episode where we, we talked about a bit of her early life, Mm -hmm. um, young lass, teenager, young love. Mm -hmm. With the Count. Yes, the Count of, what's his name again? With the Count Gianfranco Chigon Amazon. (laughs) That's right. Mr. Corelli's mandolin. (laughs) You love saying that. I love Captain Corelli's mandolin. Um, but now, so we've got a lot to talk about with Gillane because mm-hmm. we barely scratched the surface. Yes. And there's a lot of surface here. <laughs> well, speaking of large surfaces. 
Yes. Let's start with the end. Of Robert Maxwell's life. Exactly. (laughs) So Robert Maxwell, picture this. We are in the high seas. Mm. A nighttime. The edge of a yacht named after a man's daughter, Lady Ghislaine. His favorite daughter. Mm -hmm. This man is standing on the edge of the boat. Excuse me. the, the, The side of the boat. Facing outwards. He's on the phone. He's on the phone. He's finishing a call. Mm-hmm. He's very upset. Yeah. He hangs up the phone. He's getting ready for a big meeting. He has a big meeting the next day mm-hmm. with the Bank of England, allegedly. Ooh-hoo-hoo. But he doesn't make it to the meeting. No, do- he doesn't, does he, Brace? No, he goes straight into the fucking drink <laughs> and drowns to death. Yes, tippy-toppy over the edge. So here are some theories about the suicide of R- Mr. Robert Maxwell. The, let's uh, allegedly quote-unquote yeah, suicide. Sorry. I, like, I actually am sorry. I did not actually mean to say suicide there. <laughs> the death of Robert Maxwell. The first theory I was going to say is suicide. And now some who are former employees at the Mirror Group, who is, by the way, pensions he stole to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, they, they, some of them claim that, that he would have committed suicide because his whole rotten uh, tower of cards was about to fall, to paraphrase Hitler. Um, that it sort of is. I mean, he said that about Russia. Uh, <laughs> but it's just World War II trivia, not being weird. So... He might have committed suicide out of embarrassment or out of fiscal uh, abscondment mm. uh, disease. Yes, the autopsy report was quite quick to yes. rule it a suicide. Now, that might remind our dear listeners of someone else's autopsy. And it is funny that that both of the big men in Ghislaine's life died in such questionable suicides, mm, right? Yes. Because it doesn't really seem like if you're going to commit suicide, you would just... Fling yourself off the side of a boat. It seems like if you're a very incredibly <laughs> well, wealthy man, also, there's a gun on that boat. If you we, don't think there was a gun on the Lady Ghislaine, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, there's lots of guns. Yeah. Also, he's too big to fling. Too big to fall. <laughs> that he cannot... He, he, there's no flinging. Straight up, no disrespect to Lindy West, but this is impossible <laughs> to kill someone this this size. Should I say that? I'm just saying, if he wanted to fling himself, that's yeah. just a lot of, you know, heaving and hoeing he, there. You gotta really like Listen. gear up to, 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 you know, take that weight over the edge. Yes. So I, I of course do have my Merchant Mariner's license. Mm, that is true. not a joke. That's true. Uh, have not, of course, shipped out on my first ship, but I am uh, also in a, a Mariner's Union, and. Uh, let me tell you what. I have thought thousands of times of fleeing myself into the ocean, the mm. open water. It's quite romantic. And dry, dr- absolutely romantic. Drowning to death mm. because I had stolen money from pension funds. Sure. That is not what occurred here. Here are some other theories. One is that he was just drunk and fell, which is actually much more believable than the suicide theory. You'd have to be very, again, very a man drunk. that large. It's going to take a long time. You know, they called him, his nickname was the bouncing check. Oh, are you talking about the amount of liquid he ought to have to imbibe in order to reach That's what his, I'm saying. like, whatever gland makes you drunk? Yeah. I don't know. I don't drink anymore, so. I'm just saying, you know, body weight. hmm Large. Uh, <laughs> the other theory, and this is a theory about, this one kind of seems conspiratorial to me. So this one lady was going around saying that she thought 
that get this. This girl thought that fucking Robert Maxwell was killed by the Israeli Secret Service in alliance with Sicilian assassins. Well, that sounds crazy. This 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 woman sounds totally stupid. What's That's her name? weird because there was another woman uh-huh. who said this is actually a quote from this woman. Now, this woman's really crazy. Uh-huh. She says, my suspicions are he was injected with a shot that puts air in your body, inducing a heart attack. Pfft, what is it, Sydney what are, Who are these conspiracy theorists? I think so. The first one, I've heard of this lady before. The first one said it was, well, her name is Ghislaine Maxwell? Oh, you've got to be kidding And this second lady, I believe her name is... Fellow Maxwell daughter Christina Maxwell, who said the the, the heart attack gun. Yeah. So basically, our whole bit is that the kids uh-huh. did not believe the suicide no. story. No, and actually, we're all uh, quite vocal about their disbelief of the official narrative in the press. Yes. Uh, oh, let's hear from Ghislaine here. He did not commit suicide. That was just not consistent with his character. I think he was murdered. He did not commit suicide because he didn't drown. There is no evidence of suicide. It was not unhelpful to certain parties that the suicide theory was put about because it meant his insurance party policy would be in dispute. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of intrigue, a lot of mystery around this death. And it was reported in that way at the time. I don't think a lot of people yeah. really believed the... Uh, I mean, outside of the children, really believed the official story. No. And let's actually, let's roll a clip of Ghislaine talking about it shortly afterwards. I also want to take this opportunity to thank all the many hundreds of people who have sent messages of support to us at this very, very sad time. So what happened? So at around this time in her life, by the way, this was in 1991. Great year. And early, in fact, a big year for Ghislaine Maxwell. Earlier that year, her father sent her via Concorde jet mm. to New York. $2,000 flights, by the way. I missed the Concorde. I never went, obviously. My dad went on one. Really? Yeah. He like blew a bunch of money and went on one to Europe. This is not going to help was- the CIA conspiracy. <laughs> what? <about> Dude. <laughs> he was a journalist. Fuck, that doesn't help either. Uh a huge, huge year in Ghislaine's life because several things happened. She moves to New York. So her father had actually purchased the New York Daily News in the hopes that a young writer named Sean King might work there someday. <laughs> uh, That's not true, Bruce. Well, it's alleged by me. So, I mean, it's just alleged. People are saying that. Uh, <laughs> many she moves many to people New York. are saying. Her father, a few months later, perishes in a mysterious way. Yes. And she meets... A young man by the name of Jeffrey. Well, Ed- okay, hold on, hold okay. on. You're skipping. Wait, we're stopping the presses here. We're gonna stop the presses. I want to mention one last thing about the boat. Yeah, because Ghislaine was on site real quick. Yeah, there was press everywhere. Mm-hmm. The clip we played, bit of a press conference. Yep, on the boat. No. Uh, in front of a plane, actually. Okay, well, right after her mother and her flew in. Yes. She the second she jumps on mm-hmm. the lady Ghislaine, the yacht. What does she do? I cannot believe I was rushing ahead. I'm so sorry, Liz. She burns Robert Maxwell's papers. Yes, she <laughs> instinctually. Instinctually, you got to respect it. I mean, what filial piety there? Unbelievable piety. Yes. 
immediately jumps on board and directs everyone. She's going through papers. Mm -hmm. She's throwing them on the floor. She's taking things that she wants to take with her. Everything, she directs the whole crew. Everything I've put on the floor, burn it. And here's another thing. So there was a lot of papers, of course, I'm sure, allegedly, on that boat that probably pointed to Robert Maxwell stealing a bunch of money, correct? I, yes, and I would think so. And it is alleged that Ghislaine actually assisted him in that, uh, let's say, ransacking of the, uh, of, the, of the accounts there by delivering some confidential letters to New York by hand. Perhaps that's mm. why she was put on the Concord jet in the first place, etc. So Ghislaine was not, like, in the dark about oh, this might happen. She, she also might have known that her father was maybe trying to blackmail Israel yeah. as well. So again, this is the favorite daughter mm-hmm. and the one who, as our listeners, of course, will know, has her own intelligence connections. Absolutely. And you got to think, like daughter, like father, mm-hmm. like father, like daughter. So after he dies, she goes back to New York. And at this time, at this point, the scandal has broken wide open. Everybody knows that Robert Maxwell is the thief of the century. Mm. He's stolen, he's looted these newspapers. Disgraced. Oh, these pensioners, I'm telling you, there was a lot of them. They formed these groups. There's actually still a Mirror Group Pensioners website that there's updated regularly that I've looked at extensively. Uh, they, he, he, you know, she was seeing this whole family were basically pariahs. She goes and she sort of adopts this like, Oh, you know, I'm just going to reinvent myself. I'm like a regular person now. I'm not not I don't have any money. Of course, let's let's be clear here. She was at on a $100,000 a year uh trust at that time, which was invaluable. They couldn't touch it. Mm-hmm. Uh she flew to New York. She flew back to New York at this point she was pretending to be poor on a Concorde jet which cost $2,000 a flight. She takes a $2,000 a month apartment in New York City, which in uh, 1991, kind of a little bit of money. That's a lot of money, actually. Uh, she, you know, it should be mentioned, too, that the reason a lot of the kids f- fled to the States was because they didn't have to deal with any of the press. Exactly. And so it was such an easy way to reinvent themselves. And for Ghislaine, that meant in New York society. So she meets all sorts of people. I mean, she was a party girl and it, well, I mean, she can't really be an it girl because she's so busted, but she's like, <laughs> I, I mean, let's be clear here. Like, that's not, I'm sorry. It's, it's objective, not yeah. subjective. Uh, so, but she still does. She parties a lot. She's got a lot of money. She's still got a ton of connections. She actually has probably a lot more money than a hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, and she meets this young up and coming go-getter, Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. And it was love at first sight, right? wasn't it? <laughs> I should repeat that because I didn't say what that. What did you say? I, fuck. I don't embarrass me like this. I said it was love at first sight is what I said. I said right, sight with an R after the S. Oh, my gosh. I did not mean to. Um, yes, there's some great little society pieces from around this time. Uh, that I quite little, not lots of little fun details. This is the Liz beat, right? Liz has read every single page six of the New York Post <laughs> since 1907. <laughs> you never knew what they're going to report on early. No, 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 no. Um, so Epstein saved her when they met at a New York party in 1992. Now I think that date is a little bit disputed, but. Mm-hmm. 
Her meeting with Epstein, an enigmatic Jay Gatsby-esque figure, also <laughs> came after a split with her great love, who we've covered on this podcast, mm-hmm. the Italian aristocrat, Brace. Count Gianfranco Chigona Mazzona. A member of the wealthy Siga Hotels clan. Chiga. Chiga, excuse me. I don't me. think it's Siga. I think it's C-I-G-A. With periods between it. I don't know. And a stunt pilot. Okay, so... Um, it continues. Epstein, it seems, took Elaine under his wing when she arrived in New York, a broken and lonely woman, and helped her not only back onto her feet, but also to become one of the most sought-after members of the city's social elite. Elaine, 46, first met Epstein, 54, in New York in 1991. See, like I said, mm-hmm. disputed. The year after her father's death and a time... Oh, no, the year of her father's death. Excuse me. Of her father's death and a time when she was said to be desperately lonely. So, yeah. What's funny about these two different quotes, these are from different pieces, is that... Um, well, the dates are different. Well, not just that, but that, you know, all of these sort of society pieces, like, your people, like, if I'm Ghislaine, mm-hmm. like, my people work with the writers... Yeah. On placing these pieces. So Liz is Liz is familiar with society with a capital S. I'll we say like that. live in a society. Uh, you often say that. <laughs> Usually when I'm trying to talk about art or literature or something. <laughs> uh, but you know you like you know how this thing works. Like yes. you as instinctually you have girl knowledge. Mm, absolutely. And so these like sort of pieces like you don't get called Jay Gatsby in the New York Post in a sort of like romantic sense without uh, a little bit of PR muscle in there, correct? Yeah, and I think it's very interesting that the way she decided to spin this was, I was so sad and lonely. Mm-hmm. My father's death. And I was entranced by this like young, energetic, rich Mysterious man. man who took me under his wing and now we're just two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, like we said, you know, uh, it, it was like to Ghislaine's benefit that she was able to come to the States and totally reinvent herself. Absolutely. And uh, to further on in this, it says, Very soon, a friend reported that her dependence upon Epstein was pretty total. Now, that is something that I think remained true forever is that she seemed like almost like an appendage to him. Like she was like, I mean, yeah, she was lonely and broken and all that stuff that her PR people said. But I think she really did become like sort of obsessed with him Mm -hmm. as both a father and lover sort of figure all in one, which brings to mind maybe some questions about her relationship with her actual father, but we won't go there. Um, We can go there. No, let's not go there. Uh, They, uh, yeah, so at one time there were even rumors they would marry. Well, in fact, there were lots of rumors they would marry. I mean, people it's pretty much assumed unclear. that. They, you know, they, they've kind of confirmed at some points that they were dating. At other points, it seems questionable whether they ever were dating. They certainly stopped. Absolutely. I mean, without a question, they stopped. But it does, the, the picture that all of these pieces, as we collage them together, and we still have lots to get into mm-hmm. here. Is that Ghislaine was madly in love with Jeffrey. Absolutely. And whether that's, you know, manipulation or whatever they saw in each other, it's very unclear. Clearly there was some sexual chemistry, which <laughs> yeah. unfortunately we're going to have to talk about. Was, yes. Um, but uh, some interesting little tidbits here. 
Epstein was not, however, altogether straightforward. No. He may have been a firm fixture on the social scene, but he had, to say the least, an opaque professional history. Yes, that's very true. Well, me too. A little like Robert Maxwell. <laughs> he is rumored to have either to worked to have worked either for the Israeli intelligence service, Mossad, the CIA, or even both. On one occasion, he arrived in London at the home of a British arms dealer bringing a gift, a New York police-issued shotgun. God knows how he got it into the country, said a friend. That is, like, let's pause here for a second. It is so difficult to bring in a fucking gun to England. <laughs> which our listeners, true. in light of the recent news about certain members of the royal family there, perhaps our listeners should give it a shot. Um, it is, it, they, they confiscate like butter knives there. Yeah, it's very difficult. Uh, and the fact that Epstein could just even show up with time. one. I mean, at, yeah, even at this time. I mean, this was in the 90s. They weren't exact. there was airport security back then. It's wild. Like, I can't get over the fact that this was reported in tabloids. Yeah, and just people were like, uh, oh, all right. Yeah, we, we, it's the way we talk about these intelligence services is, has changed a lot. Exactly. Like, this is not just like being on the board of the MoMA. No. You know, like. But it kind of used to be in a weird way. Well, I mean, I think there's probably a lot of crossover with Mossad and Agnes. No, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. the way that it was just sort of like. Well, New York I, I, yeah. High Finance, the CIA was literally started by Wall Street lawyers. Yeah. So it is not like fallen far from that. I mean, the elite of the CIA, the inner cadre of the Central Intelligence Agency, have always been drawn from that stock. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying Epstein was like part of that inner circle. I, I don't think he was. But certainly, he spoke those people's language probably more ways than one. He is a strange man, one Fred is reported to have said early on in their relationship. Not dislikable, but difficult to understand. He can treat her very well or very badly. He can be impatient, demanding, and extremely critical of her. At the same time, he is kind and protective. That's, That's what we call gaslighting, ladies. I was just about to say, fellas, take note, because this, this combo works. No. <laughs> it's, uh, it does. I don't do it, though. Ghislaine was madly in love with Epstein and said to be desperate to marry him, but Epstein would not commit himself and openly dated other women. Okay, well, let's put dated on in quotations. Yeah, well, Polly. <laughs> yeah, Epstein was Polly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great documentary about him and his Florida friends. So, yes, so the yes, like just to reiterate, so the the picture that is being painted, Ghislaine Madly in love with Epstein. Epstein, kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. He was like sort of in that semi sort of, I guess I can call it like soft abusive. I don't know. Like in that way where like, I think these people kind of do it calculatingly where they like make you, they're very tender to you. And then they're totally dismissive to kind of like do the signals that confuse women's brains. <laughs> and like, especially women with tumultuous relationships with their father, or like not tumultuous, but strange relationships with their fathers. And Epstein was clearly a master at that. You know, he was nothing if not a good manipulator. Well, and so was Ghislaine, as Absolutely. But, but it seems like her, like, her relationship to, depend, uh, to Epstein was, not, I'm not going to say parasitical, but, like, she, she was an appendage to Epstein in this sort of modern retelling of the story. Mm -hmm. But at the time, Epstein was, like, sort of her 
plus one, as Prince Andrew called him, right. into polite society. I mean, obviously Epstein was a very rich man, had plenty of friends, but like, I, I don't mean to be weird. Jews, us, <laughs> we we do not. It is not as easy for us to fall into some of these circles, some of the waspier circles, right? Without an accompaniment, and of course, Ghislaine Maxwell herself is Jewish. But it's like she had enough connections to sort of really open that door for him. Yeah, I mean, I think they really used each other in that Absolutely, way. yeah. For Ghislaine, you know, it was a way to rehabilitate her standing, her social standing. Mm-hmm. Kind of ironically, considering the situation. And echoes of Epstein later in life, too. Absolutely. And Epstein, you know, well, as we'll see, really depended on Ghislaine. Yeah. So Ghislaine transitioned kind of at this point from from forlorn and 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 love-struck woman into his manager, to Epstein's manager. And she would book his appointments, she would fly with him everywhere. When he purchased an island, she was right there with him helping set things up. And it's often been said that Ghislaine was Epstein's procurer. And a lot hasn't like let me be clear. Ghislaine Maxwell is a serial pedophile. Yeah. Who violated uh, about as many women as Epstein did with slightly less frequency because of Epstein's sort of predilection. I mean, it's said that he had to, he had to ejaculate, he claimed, three times a day. Ghislaine, perhaps it was less. But she was very open in body. There were, there were certain signs here. Because like at parties, women would talk about how Ghislaine Maxwell really cornered them and would like try to teach them how to give a blowjob on like, you know, some inanimate object. And like was really, really raunchy in her sex talk, which is not, I, I mean, I don't spend much time around the British upper classes. It seems a little unusual for a woman of her station. But she was part of this sort of perverted scene. And... So when you hear about these people, these rich people having these relationships with the Ghislaine Maxwell, and you may, maybe you dismiss it as not being as bad as having a relationship with Epstein, it is literally exactly the same thing. It is the same girls, it is the same acts, and it's, yeah, she's more than just a procurer, she is a participant. Um, yeah, so this is from, um, this is from Virginia Jeffries. Uh, affidavit in her suit against Ghislaine just to like hammer this home and I apologize because this is like pretty gross stuff I I don't know pretty difficult stuff Um, Ghislaine Maxwell was heavily involved in the illegal sex I understood her to be a very powerful person she used Epstein's money and he used her name and connections to gain power and prestige one way to describe Maxwell's role as, was as the madam. She assumed a position of trust for all the girls, including me. She got me to trust her and Epstein. It turned out that Maxwell was all about sex all the time. She had sex with underage girls virtually every day when I was around her, and she was very forceful. I had sex with Maxwell in the Virgin Islands, 
New Mexico, New York, as well as France and many other locations. I also observed Ghislaine have sex with dozens of underage girls. She took pictures of many of the underage girls. These pictures were sexually explicit. Maxwell kept the pictures on the computers in the various houses. She also made hard copies of these images and displayed them in the various houses. Yep. Maxwell had large amounts of child pornography that she personally made. Many times she made me sleep with other girls, some of whom were very young, for purposes of taking sexual pictures. So, Ghislaine Maxwell, here you can see, she is doing the exact same things as Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. And in all the police accounts, when they entered Epstein's home, they found dressers, no, armoires, armoires full of sex toys that Ghislaine Maxwell would use. They would go up, and they found in the bathroom, there were just vibrators and dildos laying about. I mean, of course, Epstein is known for using these things himself on people, but it's it's pretty clear that these were for the girls. So let me tell you how it would work. We've talked about this before on the show, but Ghislaine Maxwell would do things like go to high schools and sit outside. She would drive around near high schools, go to community colleges. She would take out ads in newspapers She would basically do anything within her power. It was essentially her job to find young victims for Jeffrey Epstein. She would, in the case of the Palm Beach victims, she would go up to them. She would offer them $300 to give a man a massage. If they said yes, or if they said that they had a friend that would do it, she would take the girl to the house. Jeffrey Epstein would give her the once over, and then she would teach the girl how to give a massage. Sometimes they would do this. She would teach a girl how to give a massage from the foot and then moving up to other areas. She would participate in giving Jeffrey Epstein the massage. Sometimes she herself would receive, and remember when I'm saying massage here, I'm talking actually about raping a child. When she would also get massages from the children. Again, the same way she would start off with a fake massage and then then get handsier and handsier. This is from the testimony as well. So Jeffrey Epstein has told me that he has slept with over 1,000 of Brunel's girls. And everything I have seen confirmed this claim. Epstein, Brunel, and Maxwell loved orgies with kids. That is, having sexual interactions with many young teenagers at the same time. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Sometimes as many as 10 underage girls would participate in a single orgy with them. I personally observed dozens of of these orgies. The orgies happened in Epstein's Island in the U.S. Virgin Islands, in New Mexico, Palm Beach, and many other places. Most of the girls did not speak English. It was my understanding that the girls had been persuaded to come by Brunel offering them illegal drugs or a career in modeling. Little editorial there. Brunel was able to get passports and visas from the State Department, from the Obama State Department too, uh, Clinton as well, um, for these girls. It is not exactly easy to get a 14-year-old girl from fucking Slovakia a passport willy-nilly. So who was supplying these people? We still don't know. And no, of course, no journalists have asked these questions. Yeah. Um, just to continue to drive this point home, there's a quote from Ghislaine, allegedly, a friend retelling that she that Ghislaine told her 
that, and this is from a Vanity Fair piece, when I asked what she, meaning Ghislaine, when I asked what Ghislaine thought of all the underage girls, she looked at me and said, they're nothing, these girls. They are trash. So remember that, like, when we, we saw that testimony about, uh, excuse me, about Ghislaine Maxwell referring to herself as mama to these girls mm-hmm. and then calling them slaves. And remember that the police found an Amazon receipt, which is, this is almost like it was planted. I don't think it was, but this is too perfect. The receipt for books about slave craft, how to train slaves, sl- sex slave training. Like, Ghislaine and Jeffrey thought of these girls as their sex, and here's the important word, slaves. Yeah. Um, So I think, like, you know, from reading through all of this stuff, the the testimony, a lot of the gossip pieces, um, some of the other kind of, uh, you know, unattributed, off-the-record quotes Mm -hmm. that people have said is that um, Gillian was pretty crazed, <laughs> like yeah. sexually crazed. Insane. I mean, she was like, uh, in, in, in a similar way to Jeffrey Epstein, but slightly different as well. Like she actually seems, Epstein was this sort of like calculating classic, like serial, basically rapist molester. But Ghislaine actually seems slightly psychotic in her desire. Yeah, and she seems like, um, she just really settles into the role of absolutely procuring and then participating in all of these uh, hmm, nefarious deeds with Epstein, like mm-hmm. quite quickly. Yeah, I mean, it it took t- basically took them no time at all. I mean, because there is evidence that this has been going on since the nineties. His his proclivities with young young girls. Uh, yeah. Ghislaine floated in and out of the house with the keys, and even though that Jeffrey told me that they didn't have a sexual relationship, she dropped under her breath that she was sleeping in his bed from time to time. Single white female. Says an ex-girlfriend. Another woman in Maxwell's orbit says she used to joke about keeping herself real thin because Epstein liked thin girls. Maxwell, whose father was Jewish, liked to shock. She said, I do it the way the Nazis did it with the Jews. The Auschwitz diet. I just don't eat. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, off color, sense of humor aside. Uh, you know. What? It, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? No, I'm just like, what? What is wrong with this bitch? Yeah. Um, she like. I, I want to be clear here. The people who like are claiming that they were just friends with Ghislaine Maxwell are lying to you just as much as the people who are claiming they're friends with Jeffrey Epstein who say they didn't know about the sex stuff. Ghislaine Maxwell talked about sex constantly. Like, all the time. She was like a person obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh cards, except pedophilia. Same kind of thing. Uh, She like, I mean, I'm telling you, this is the kind of person who would corner you at a party and tell you about how to suck a dick. Like, it's fucking, it's like a... mind disease with her. So the bourgeois mind is diseased. Depraved. I mean, this person is halfway aristocrat, halfway bourgeoisie. So, yeah, there we go. Um, this is more from Virginia. I once asked Gillian why she got as many girls as she did for Jeffrey. As she supposedly had been his girlfriend, and they seemed to have grounded but non-monogamous, Polly, relationship. 
She replied, it takes the pressure off of me to have sex with him. She said she'd hit hard times. She had no money to her name. She was disgraced. Jeffrey offered her a job, and then, I guess, because of her ability to procure girls for him and to teach us what he liked, she became a vital asset to him. She also taught me what kind of clothes to buy. Dressed me as a schoolgirl in pigtails and little pleated skirts and knee socks. Ghislaine sent me to a dentist to have my teeth whitened, and I went for Brazilian waxes. Ghislaine herself had flings with men, including a famous Hollywood star. Jeffrey didn't mind that. He was very good to her. Here's another thing that, that should give you, make you feel as weird as it made me feel. At one point, Virginia Jeffrey was approached by Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein when they asked her to have Jeffrey Epstein, presumably Jeffrey Epstein's baby. That baby would be taken from Virginia Jeffrey upon being born and raised by Maxwell and Epstein. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? Yeah. And that's when Virginia finally escaped. That Exactly. Because she's like, I mean, Virginia, God bless her. Because she has really been like at the forefront of this. Mm-hmm. But my God, what a fucking thing to ask. I mean, even after years of abuse and all this stuff. And like... They had young girls around them constantly. There are pictures. I mean, just Virginia Jeffrey pictures alone that she's provided. Pictures of, of, of Virginia Jeffrey, a very young Virginia Jeffrey, visibly underage. Like, like looks younger than she even actually is in the pictures. Uh, in front of people like Naomi Campbell. Mm-hmm. And Naomi Campbell, of course, didn't bat an eye on this. Naomi Campbell... Of course, you all know, model, I, who I did not fuck, uh, also herself alleged to be in sort of the same business as Ghislaine Maxwell. And that's, uh, yeah, that, there's lots of rumors about that. And one's, here's an interesting thing that brings us to, you know, this is going to come up sooner or later. Naomi Campbell, of course, was spotted many times in the early 2000s with a man named Doug Band. Yes. Who's no. Doug Band? Doug Band is the, let's call him the right-hand man mm-hmm. of one William Jefferson Clinton. Yes. And, and Doug Band, when he's seen with a woman, that means one thing, right? Because he took, for instance, uh, Monica Lewinsky to the 55th Congressional Ball while Bill Clinton was secretly stooping her. And doing things like shoving a cigar in her vagina, which, by you the love, way, I'm yeah. sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm not just saying that for shock value. A person doing that is fucking sick. <laughs> like, I, you're insane if you're doing that. Don't kink shame, Sexually, I'm, I will kink shame you to that. <laughs> I'm lying the devil to you. What dumb? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is like... Doug Band is seen with a woman. This is known. It is because Bill Clinton is actually seeing that woman. So when Doug Band was spotted with Naomi Campbell a bunch of times in the early 2000s, there were, of course, rumors flying around that Bill Clinton was actually stopping Naomi Campbell. Something I, yeah, I believe that to be true. Um, Allegedly. There were other rumors about Bill Clinton as well. Exactly. Do you know who else there were rumors that he was dating in the 90s? That would be Miss Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes. Ghislaine was photographed a couple times having dinner 
with Bill. Mm-hmm. Alone. Up, alone on the Upper East Side. Yes. And of course, Doug Band, numerous, like seen a bunch of times with Ghislaine Maxwell, very closely connected to her. And as I was saying, if you see Doug Band with a woman many times, that means that Bill Clinton is having sex with her. Ghislaine also threw a party for Bill Clinton. Yes, she did. Now, it's rumored, or it says in the report, that Bill Clinton didn't show up to the party. No, I no. don't know if I believe that. Yeah, it could be a little uh, funny. I would show up. Yes, it's reported that he never showed. I don't, again, I don't really believe that. But uh, I love how this little note in the piece, they say, though his security service would have appreciated Epstein's numerous security cameras. <laughs> so this is a party that Ghislaine allegedly threw for Bill Clinton at Epstein's house. Yeah. His, you know, East Side mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where Doug Band was present. Oh. Along with some old favorites, Donald Trump, <laughs> Leslie Wexner, David Blaine. Every single person you've named has been like an insane rapist so far. Uh, I'm going to add one to that list. Mr. Sergey Brin. Okay. From Google. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and she threw this big, big party for for Bill Clinton. Doug Band was there. Uh, This is, again, the townhouse that has a painting of Bill Clinton in a dress hanging in it. Yes. I mean, it's just totally, totally depraved. And, you know, you mentioned Trump. Of course, Ghislaine Maxwell, very close friends with Trump. Um, yeah, there's um, there's more rumors that she's actually the one responsible for introducing Melania and the Donald. So, I mean, what we given what we know and what we've talked about in the show with models from Eastern Europe and marrying rich or getting involved with rich New Yorkers, mm. possibly something going on there with Melania. Baby, if you need out, I will... I will get you out. (laughs) So Gillian really, like, again, we just want to stress this. Like, she's not an accessory. She is, like, a co-criminal. She's also a pedophile. And the way the press has really been treating this is just sort of, like, I want to pull my hair out. Exactly, because they're, like, acting like, well, we need to find this madam. And I know that Virginia Jeffrey calls her a madam in one part. But, like, I don't think that is just an entirely accurate uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Either. That is literally true. She did act as like somebody who pimped girls out to Jeffrey Epstein, but she also. I mean, madams don't generally also have sex with the girls. <laughs> that is not usually the madam. As the as the former DC madam myself, that is not usually how that works. if we didn't mention something that really has not come up a lot. In fact, you can barely find this anywhere, and this should be really a story all of its own. 
Chelsea Clinton and Ghislaine Maxwell went on a yacht vacation together in 2009. Yes. Now, remember, this is post-arrest Jeffrey Epstein. So while you see all these people rightly lambasting all these fucking scientist pieces of shit, Sergey Brin, actually, Sergey Brin's kind of been untouched by all this, but, you know, all the fucking tech types and 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 other people that, that really hung out with Epstein after his arrest. Well, Ghislaine Maxwell, who raped children alongside Jeffrey Epstein, was on a fucking yacht with Chelsea Clinton in 2009 on a vacation together. Yes, but of course she doesn't know her that well, doesn't uh, know Jeffrey that well, right? Exactly. Of course, when she was asked by scumbag-ass Trevor Noah if she was fucking, uh, had anything to do with Jeffrey Epstein's death, she laughed and did a little horsey giggles, but... No, she was good friends with Ghislaine Maxwell. Like, it's not... That person is a pedophile. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I don't know... Somehow I feel like this hasn't even been well reported. I mean, the Clinton Foundation accepted $25,000 from Jeffrey Epstein the year he went to prison. In fact, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell was served a fucking subpoena... As she was leaving a Clinton Foundation conference at the Radisson in New York. Yes. Like, these are not, we're not, I, I, we're not just like talking about the Clintons because we don't like them. Because we don't. <laughs> we're talking about the Clintons because they are like good friends with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. And like, no one seems to give a shit. Yeah, no one seems to give a shit. Like, yes, Trump was also friends with them. He is also yes. a rapist. Bill Clinton... And Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton were, I hate to say it, better friends with them. And they're also accessories to rape. Or in the case of Bill Clinton, a rapist himself. In the case of Hillary Clinton, a child eater. All of this is alleged. Like, allegedly, of course. I, you know, in this is <laughs> it's, uh, just a crazy dream. Yeah, it's dream. crazy making. It makes me insane. Which is, like, why I, you know, go off the deep end sometimes. And it's not like, so, I mean... Ghislaine Maxwell, okay, yes, notorious pedophile, but we would be mistaken if we didn't mention her ties to intelligence, right? I mean, this is the daughter of, and I hate to harp on this, but actually I love to harp on this point, Robert fucking Maxwell, dude. Like, it's not, Yeah. I'm, it, it, there is a book about him called Israel's Super Spy. He was killed, allegedly, well, he was definitely killed but allegedly by the Mossad. And Ghislaine sort of follows, she's really her daddy's daughter. Ooh, that's a good phrase. (laughs) She's her daddy's daughter. I'm going to say it more authoritatively. She's her daddy's daughter. Uh, And her family has, has, has pawed along in the tracks that her father has, has his hefty form has left them. So, I mean, Isabel and Christine, the dual thoughts of the Maxwell family, twin sisters. We've talked about them in a previous episode in depth, which you should really check out. Uh, link in the description if I remember to do it. And they they basically, they came to New York, or excuse me, they came to the West Coast after their father's uh, untimely and gargantuan demise. They uh, were in the tech sector, much like myself. I'm a co-founder of uh, Weebly. And is that a real thing? Oh, never mind. Uh, they they sold their search engine. They had Magellan. They sold it to Excite. Made a bunch of money. And 
Christine Maxwell, of course, starts a company called Kiliad. Now, Kiliad is a sort of precursor to all that NSA stuff, which made a bunch of news. But they, it was a way for that for government agencies to track suspects, basically uh, across agencies, right? Like they could cross tab mm-hmm. people and make profiles on them, and it was a pretty early version of that. Sharing databases, exactly. Yeah, FBI was a client. Uh, there's other clients we probably do not know about, but DOD. it is yeah, exactly, and. It, it is surveillance technology mm-hmm. used by intelligence agencies to make people's lives miserable. Now, of course, her sister, Isabel Jirasi, uh, of course, who like another, she's invested in Israeli-American companies, technology, same sort of deal. Isabel Maxwell, of course, Christine's sister, her twin, who is heavily invested in Israeli and American inte- uh, excuse me, technology companies as well. Her son, Alec Jirasi, the son of her and uh, coitus with uh, Dale Jirasi, who actually my dad did, I believe, allegedly cocaine with once. Uh, my dad was a big party here in the 70s here. Um, her son becomes one of two appointees to the Clinton State Department Bureau of Near Eastern Affairs. Yeah. The other one, George Mitchell. Who's named by Regina Jeffrey. Mm-hmm, as someone who raped her. Now, just to drive this point home one more time, this is from Virginia's testimony. Uh-huh. In addition to constantly finding underage girls to satisfy their personal desires, note the their... Epstein and Maxwell also also got girls for Epstein's friends and acquaintances. Epstein specifically told me that the reason for him doing this was so that they would owe him, that he would be in his pocket, and he would have something on him, on them. So, remember the cameras. We mm-hmm. all know about the cameras. Yep. This is, you know, there's been a lot of people that say that the, these sorts of blackmail operations are a rumor. That no one really knows. No, but this is, there's actual testimony about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and we know, too, from testimony that Ghislaine Maxwell would quiz the girls, much like her father used to quiz her, and ask them for dirt on the people that they yes. basically forced the girls to have sex with. Yeah. So this was a intelligence gathering operation, almost certainly a blackmail operation as well. Yes. Now, one of those uh, famous men... Uh-huh. That Ghislaine brought into this orbit. <laughs> yes. Of course, Prince Andrew. The famous dickless Duke Prince Andrew. I just said Prince. I'm fucking losing it. Prince Andrew himself. He is one of the greatest interviews of all time. Again, if you haven't seen it, pause this episode. Fucking go watch it immediately. Yes, we have definitely talked about him extensively, but it, it should be mentioned when we're talking about Ghislaine that she had what seems to be a real relationship with Andrew. Yeah. Ghislaine and Andrew went on eight different holidays together. That is quite a lot. Uh, they went and ha- they had a holiday at Mar-a-Lago. Huh. Interesting. I thought Trump had never met Prince Andrew. Mm, well, no, there's photos of them. Yeah, I know. I, immediately <laughs> after you said that, every single news outlet was like, here's 50 photos of them <laughs> in different locations, standing right next to each other. You know, the professor doctor, not the brightest bulb. I think he might have a memory problem. Yes. Um, 
they also went uh, to Winds- a weekend at Windsor Castle, which is perhaps when those photographs were taken. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they were being naughty. Yes. There was, a- Andrew arranged her 39th birthday uh-huh. party, which was at Sardingham. That's dark. And they also went on a beach holiday at Andrew's favorite place in Thailand. Ooh. See, I do not like it when people like this go to Thailand. No. No. These are Pattaya people, if you know what I mean. What does that mean? Uh, but I used to follow this guy named Sharky, who was like a crazy Australian mafia guy who moved to um, to to Pattaya in Thailand and basically just became like, he tried to become a pimp. Oh, uh, no. And he posted constant updates oh, of himself on Facebook. It was really insane. But uh, Pattaya is basically a, a town of, of prostitution. Uh, oh when gosh. when Westerners go there. You know how Elon Musk called that guy a pedo guy? Yeah. I, he, I don't, he wasn't living in Pattaya, but if he was living in Pattaya, I'd be like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, by the way, Elon Musk, you're a pedo guy. But No, but Elon, thank you. Yeah, that. because now it is law that I can just call well, people in that Brit- in Britain. I think that's even that's better because it's easy to sue people there. <laughs> uh, so um, there were also rumors that Ghislaine had organized uh, massages for Andrew at Buckingham Palace. And by the way, when we say massages. Heavy air quotes on that. Exactly. Yeah. Read like in very small, actually not even that small, pretty much actually same size as the massage print print under it, uh, sex with underage girls. Yes. So um, there was one woman who came forward and said that uh, she had been recruited by Maxwell Mm -hmm. to uh, go to Buckingham Palace and meet with Andrew. Uh, and Jeffrey Epstein was present at this meeting, allegedly. And this is a quote from her. She said, there was an animated discussion going on between the two that lasted most of the time. They were talking about purchasing an island. They were mentioning millions of pounds and speaking very pretentiously. And I thought, who are these people? (laughs) Yeah, I feel you, sister. (laughs) Epstein was creepy, seedy, and very pretentious. And then she was asked by Miss Maxwell to attend a yacht party she was hosting to give out massages. She said, she told me about a yacht party she was hosting and asked me if I would be prepared to go and give massages. She told me that I would have to keep private what happened on the yacht. I assumed she meant anything goes. Yeah, and uh, that is certainly, I mean, these people, they are they are like the epitome of the depraved bourgeoisie. I know we've said this several times, but like these people are like different than your shithead friends. They're like not like that. I mean, check out this. This is from a, an old article about warning about the, the prince, about perhaps getting into a little bit of trouble. Socialite Ghislaine Maxwell, daughter of Britain's biggest crook and disgraced tycoon Robert Maxwell, who escorted Andrew to a sleazy, quote unquote, Hookers and Pimps Party in New York. Ghislaine has also taken the prince to nightclubs and parties where he's been pictured looking dazed and confused and sweating heavily. Liz. Uh, yeah, I, I had to highlight when you sent this to me. Yeah. I sent it back to you and I think I highlighted you did. sweating. Because <laughs> I, I was mean, like, excuse me. Yes, this is a man who I hope I don't have to remind our listeners, but I'm sure there's one or two you haven't watched it. Prince Andrew says that because he was frightened... 
or excuse me, so rushed with adrenaline in the Falcons' war, he lost the ability to sweat, and thus he could not have sweatily raped Virginia Jeffrey. A royal source said last night, Andrew should really look a lot, lot more closely at the sort of people he is hanging around with and where this all could lead. Ha ha ha. He is lived, moving in a world drenched in hard drugs. He is not the most intelligent of men and is easily led. It would be very easy to manipulate him. Whatever. There's an expector of drugs, blah, 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 blah. This quote I love. The prince is heading for a fall. Somebody needs to shake some sense into him before it's too late. Dear British listeners, if you ever get a chance, shake some sense into him. Why don't you? <laughs> Much like you would a baby. Uh, yeah. So it's it's Ghislaine and Andrew are fucking uh, separate, uh, attached at the hip. Excuse me. And if you think that is like where that ends, I mean, just look up Ghislaine Maxwell and any celebrity you can think of. And you will find a picture of them. I found another day a really weird picture of her at Tacky Theobos, the Greek last name, from Tacky's Magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard Spencer edited it. Tacky, of course, was an ex-spectator writer who was edited by Boris Johnson, actually. Famous, actual, deep, real anti-Semite. Of course, that's never going to come up. (laughs) Uh, But he had a party celebrating the one-year anniversary of the fall of communism. (laughs) And at that party, yeah, no, fucking... I I will allegedly do something to you that can only be done in allegedly. the new doom. Uh, in that party, at that party, Ghislaine Maxwell is pictured having an animated and intimate discussion with one Imran Khan, the current prime minister of Pakistan. Oh, my God. So this is like... I'm telling you, you can search any name in Ghislaine Maxwell and you'll find it. And if you do find it, they are guilty. <laughs> yes. And this should follow them to their graves. Yeah. This, uh, it, 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 like, makes my brain hurt. Like, I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel like I'm going crazy because it's like, this was not just a woman who was an accomplice. No. Like, I have to say this over and over and over and over. This is probably... If you actually think about this, this is probably one of the most prolific pedophiles in human history. If you think about the sheer volume, the decades that this was going on, yeah, probably like that we know about that we even know about. I mean, hundreds, if likely thousands of young girls were victimized by Ghislaine Maxwell as she moved among the highest layers of polite society, vacationed with Chelsea Clinton, hugged Donald Trump, and kissed people who ruin your lives on the fucking cheek in greeting. It's just disgusting. Yeah, I'm locked and loaded right now. I'm sorry, I'm juiced again. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. Yeah, I just fucking hate these people. I know. But I gotta, I gotta pay, stay calm because like I told my therapist, I literally think I can solve this case. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like we mentioned on the episode... You know, Ghislaine is saying that she wants to come forward. That's the rumor, at least. It's her people are basic, definitely putting that out there, that Ghislaine is ready to come forward. And you know what? I want to say, Ghislaine, again, if you're listening. I actually think you're cool. This is a safe space. We will definitely just, I just want to talk. <laughs> we will definitely not handcuff you immediately no, and to just, this huge pipe that's in here. Yeah, I will not do this thing where I handcuff you to the pipe, but also make it so your feet can barely touch the ground just with the fucking <laughs> tippy toes and leave you there hanging for days. 
I will never do that to you. <laughs> um, we have to wrap this up because my brain is basically mush. Mm-hmm. And Brace is jeweling like... I'm doing like there's no tomorrow, which there actually isn't for Jewel because they're banning it in San That's Francisco. That's right. They banned guns. Now they're banning Jewel. Those are like the only two things I spend money on. Brace is a libertarian now. I, exactly. <laughs> we need to nationalize Jewel and AR-15s. And you know what? Fuck the roads. Fuck the roads. <laughs> I don't even know how to drive. Private roads. Yeah. Make them private. I don't care. I can only use the sidewalk anyways. <laughs> well, so thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we have one last thing. Oh my God. I can't believe we are fucking up. Let's say it. God, I'm so stupid, 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 stupid. We've got a live show coming up. (laughs) Do we? And we just received word that we actually have two live shows coming up. Mm -hmm. So guys, listen, we announced on Twitter only, we haven't even said it on the podcast, Twitter only, that January 25th, Mm-hmm. 2020, in the new year, uh-huh. that we shall be doing True Anon Live, live from the belly of the beast in Holly Weird, California. We are doing a live investigation into the murder of Jeffrey Edward Epstein. Yes. This uh, is not a live podcast. Not a live podcast. It's a real show. Multimedia terror show. Yes. But we got word that we announced this and... Um, tickets are selling out. Mm-hmm. So we've added a second date. Yep. We'll be doing January 25th and 26th at the Zebulon, which is in Silver Lake. Mm-hmm. It's a Scientology place. <laughs> uh, Liz is a member. Yeah. Liz is a Scientologist, by the way. That's not true, Brace. You're right. Whatever. She's just, she is Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Zebulon, you can get, we have advanced tickets this time, so no need to wait out in the cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets are available at Zebulon.LA. We'll also put a link on the internet somewhere. This is a show that you do not want to miss. No, and we don't want you to miss it because we want to see you there. Mm-hmm. So all you little actors and actresses, no producers. <laughs> uh, come and I'm not using weird like anti-Semitic produ- I mean actual producers and just know that you know we've got well we'll have something to say to all to all of Hollywood while we're down there uh, oh yeah we got a, we got a special little something brewing for those fucking sickos yeah we've got our crosshairs literally <laughs> like I actually have a great red diet red dot site that I bought I showed it to you <laughs> when you get around yeah anyways thank you for joining us Thank you for bearing with us. This has been Chuanon, and I am Taki Theodopera. No, I am Brace Belden. Yes, I'm Liz. We are joined by a dapper producer, Young Chomsky. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Let's go, Shimon. Jeffrey Epstein. Let's go, Shimon.